So, what if we can travel through time? Oh, Wouldn't that be cool? Just one direction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Well, okay. We can in one direction. And that's <laughs> the topic of today's discussion. Is mm. we can go. We can go back in time. Oh yeah. To an original event. How cool is that? I mean. Think about that. What other way can you do that? There's there's really only two ways I can think of is, is video, right. where you can actually watch something that occurred, mm-hmm. right? But to me, that's not real. It's not as realistic as it can be. Like, you know, when you watch an old video on today's screens, it looks like an old video on today's screens, oh, right? Yeah. You're not really immersed in the event so much. That's true. You know, yeah. maybe if you had like a curved screen, you know, one of those 360s or something. We have limitations of technology. Yeah, you really can be like AI upscale or something. To some <laughs> extent, you get less of that with audio. Yeah, totally. Because it turns out people recorded audio pretty good back in the day, some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it was terrible. Well, but. especially some of the live recordings where they use a one or two microphones and the whole thing's picked up, the whole sense of space and everything going on at right there. Like if you were the microphone, well, yeah. You're there. That's what they picked up. It's like having two ears there. Yeah. You know, it's, well, some of these recordings are cool. There is kind of a limit to this, though. You go too far back and then, you know, it wasn't archived well. Or well you might get some that. tube hum or something like that, you know, off the mic amps. Or if it was like recorded on a wire, you know, that, that's yeah. not very well, I'm not talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about the quality of the recording yeah. necessarily, but there are. Well, it does help. I mean, but, but by the same token, there's a lot of stuff that's been put off, taken from tape from the 60s and even 50s that's at DSD level at this point, yeah. available DSD. That's amazing shit. And it was, some of it's live, some of it was done in a studio, but the point was it was done to tape, properly saved or stored over the decades. And you can actually listen to it now. And well, in fact, a lot of stuff coming up in streaming is available on, you know, dumbed down versions of those, those uh, transfers, tape transfers. Or you could have the tape yourself. Well, yeah, you could. Or <laughs> Sometimes copy. you could buy copies of yeah, yeah original yeah. master tapes. Yeah, that's a little more difficult though. Well, they're, yeah. you're talking <laughs> and expensive five six hundred bucks and up. I guess yeah. I think it could just be problematic. A, I think a blank roll of tapes over a hundred bucks just for the Probably, just yeah. for the just for the tape. Yeah, <laughs> then you got to have music put to it, and then obviously someone's got to pay the proper people well, to, yeah. for the rights to put the music to it. The proper people. The proper people. Whoever the hell that is, I don't mm-hmm. know who gets there paid where. Folks on the YouTube's. Oh uh, yeah, that do that. No. Oh, the YouTube. Yeah, the YouTubes, they don't do that. Yeah. Mm. But I think in headphones especially, you see a lot of people talking about the products, the technology, the change, the evolution. You know, they're, they're focused on the gear and the hardware rather than the outcome. And you see this in a lot of hobbies, in fact. But I do think there's a little merit in kind of reflecting back on the whole reason why most people get into headphones in the first place. And that's to listen to music, listen to audio. And it is interesting that it is possible some of the time to put a little effort in maybe, but to uh, listen to something that was done a long time ago. And to some extent then in that sense, the technology kind of disappears, which I think that's always the end goal, but it doesn't always feel like it, right? Like a lot of people think, oh, I always need that one last additional change i need this new DAC or whatever some product or something well, to enhance means it. the incremental improvements are part of what audiophiles seek you know the yeah. step-by-step incremental improvements which their end goal is to be there right and, and they have it they have it in their mind maybe they were there when it was originally recorded but they maybe. have it in their mind mm-hmm. what that should sound like right and um you know and that's that's what they seek out when they're making these changes these subtle changes in a the system you know 
I think it's interesting to talk about that because for some reason that tends to get lost, especially on people newer to headphones. Uh, it could seem like everybody's always focused on the hardware. But the reason why people talk about this stuff so much is oddly enough because you hope in the end it doesn't matter. You care so much to get your setup dialed so that it doesn't matter, if that makes any sense, right? So it goes away. Well, so the experience is perfect and the hardware doesn't interfere with the experience. I mean, that's the whole point is you want to forget you're listening to gear, right? right. <laughs> that's yeah. the hard part though. Right. right. <laughs> but in order to do that, you need to hyper focus, uh, fixate on all the different little intricacies in order to make it so none of it matters effectively. I guess that's why it's harder with video because like, it doesn't matter how good of a TV you got. You never forget that you're not there. You're not, right. You always realize you're watching a TV. But with audio, it's easier to, you know, you close your eyes and imagine yeah. you're there. It's definitely easier to get an immersive well, experience. Well, my litmus test on that is that you, you never feel like you're looking out your window right. when you're watching a TV. And, I mean, there's such a separation between the two when you think about it. Yeah. You yeah. never, you just can't get there. And we're at 8K, 12K yeah. sources, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's it's good, but it's all typically still it's even fake. It just looks fake. Never looks real. Always. Real. You know, yeah, it's hyper, whatever you call that, you know, it, they intensify everything to try to make it pop more, but that yeah. makes it worse rather right. than better Kinda, because, yeah. you know, and, that, and I mean, you could do the same thing with audio for sure. You know, that a lot of things do that. People EQ, brighten the sound, choose things that have more in detail, but yet it's not really real because it's too pushed in your face detail. And it, same kind of thing happens in video. Well, I guess that's why like binaural recordings are always more immersive because it's, yeah, they're just trying to, you know, play it how it is, you know, what you would hear if you were there. Yeah, two mics in a, in so. a head-shaped device yeah. picking up the music as if you were sitting right there. And then obviously the placement of that head right. relative to the musicians matters. And, you know, so they're, they're sitting down going, all right, where would this sound good? Put the head where I would want to be and let's record, hit record. As opposed to just putting like, 10 mics everywhere and then figuring it out later, right? Yeah, or miking each instrument and right. having a, a, a mixing guy deal with making it sound good. Right. You know, so yeah, a lot of the live stuff is, I, I love older some of the older live stuff, you know? But again, that's not a guarantee that it's good, right? Or will bring you back to that time. Well, Jazz at the Pawn Shop comes to mind because that was no, like the 80s. Class, 70s. 70s, yeah. And the Papyrus label was yeah. the original CD, I think it, I don't think it came out anything but CD. They do have an album. No, it came I think. out in like '74, I think. Oh, really? '76. So something. there's an album version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. have it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. forgot. Yeah. yeah. You got to wonder how much of that comes from the simple fact that when they started doing the thing, when they were recording the track, they focused on making it sound realistic, rather than making it sound, you know, radio friendly. Engaging, exciting, exuberant, wars. exaggerating <laughs> things. Yeah, right. Because you see that still to this day, of course, there's some tracks that they're not worried about realism. They're not worried about it sounding like you being there. They're worried about it sounding like something people are going to listen to in the car. You know, yeah, if you're randomly like selecting that. stations, you're going to stop on this mm -hmm. one right. type thing, you know? Not like stop to get immersed right quick, you know? I guess when you think about it, that was primarily probably done for like, Radio, like FM radio, because with yeah. satellite, who cares what station you're on? You're paying the same price every month, regardless of what yeah. you listen to. True. But with AM and FM radio, those guys depend on advertising to survive and pay the electric bill to transmit a signal mm -hmm. all over the friggin' place. Right. You know, that's an expense. Electricity is expensive when you're trying to send a signal 50, 60 miles in the air. Yeah, well. <laughs> Everyone's you know? competing for your attention, right? You know? 
they're serving up ads to be able to pay for the hardware, but you need to be there listening for the ads to really make any sense for somebody to want to pay to run the ad. So they do giveaways and all these things, but yeah, it's the same thing with music. Your time is limited. People's time is always limited. So for somebody to choose to listen to your song over another, for a radio to pick your song over another, unfortunately it has to be something that more people want to listen to and engaging. Technically speaking, you would think that today's goals would be different than by, from the mastering standpoint, right? Probably. Because they're, they are, yeah. they're no longer focused on radio. It's, it's streaming. So you would think then they could focus more on natural sound. Well, I mean, they're, uh, they're trying, I hyper. guess. I guess, kind of, with like all this spatial audio and stuff. They wanted to be more immersive. Does but, that, do, do these apps still track what song you listen to? They probably do online, but not yeah, of course. They can in a car, but they can Depends online. In the car. Yeah. So they could they could they could pay some pop more popular brands more than others. I don't know how that works. I don't know. You know, in other words, would it matter if you know you you compress the living shit out of a track so that people would listen to? It? I don't know. More. To some extent, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, they still want to be the most popular. You still want to be the well, most yeah. popular. Same you don't thing. know what platform it's going to be distributed on, but right. streaming services, you still want people to listen to your song. Of well, course. It, def it definitely changed up the mix now that you know, streaming is more probably more mainstream than radio. Well, yeah, because yeah, you know? like like Spotify, they they have a you can look at any artist and they'll tell you how many people listen to that artist yeah. every month. Yeah. So. Right, online Same they could track yeah. that. It's, it's way more accurate than radio. You don't yeah. know who's listening on radio, right? Yeah, right. yeah I wonder how guessing. they do it with radio. It's got to be an estimate. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Survey, right? Yeah, Survey. they do that with TV still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like ask people. The only way to really know, I think, would be to gauge the feedback from your advertisers. Like, you know, hey, is this right. working yeah, right. for you? Right. Or, or or if you still get repeat advertisers, <laughs> right? they would know if it's working for them or not. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I guess, I don't know. I've never got a questionnaire saying, do you listen to it from radio? If you do, what channel do you listen to? I've never... Never asked. Never had Never. one of those, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think they must gauge it by popularity of the advertising space. You know? But yeah, I guess it's a lot easier with streaming than to know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Because you got exact numbers. Right? But anyway, yeah, I mean, I, you know, the way I see it, from a human experience standpoint, mm -hmm. the only way, currently, technologically speaking, to go back in time is music. Well, or the James there. Webb Space Telescope. Oh, right. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not you going back in time, right? Well, yeah. depends on who you are, I suppose. <laughs> you're watching something that happened a long time well, ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're still but watching But you're not immersed it. in you're not that immersed a long in, yeah. time. Although some of those videos and pictures yeah, can be pretty immersive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, too bad we don't have one on the screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. But anyway, that's that's a topic for a whole different discussion. Mm. Maybe we should do a video on that. The James Webb Space Telescope? Well, just going back in time with oh. visually. Oh, you know, we're talking big time time, mm. you know, what is yes. it? Hundreds of millions of years or something? Uh, all of the years. Billions of years. Billions, Billions of years. Yeah. I mean, that's freaking unbelievable when you think about it. You know what's more unbelievable is light can travel that far and we could see it. Apparently, yeah. I guess. I mean, you know, because you can't do that with any other medium I'm aware of. I don't know if RF would go that far. Well, <laughs> the actual radio signal would die off. That's the thing. Weaker, like, weaker, presumably weaker. it does, right? We Is there a theoretical limit? And are we anywhere near it? I wouldn't <laughs> think so. I don't know. That's crazy. Because theoretically, about photons travel. Yeah. Like if you extrapolate, is there a point at which there's significant attenuation that under no circumstance it would be conceivably possible right. to extrapolate a signal? Because it could be that if you travel at a high enough rate of speed, you get far enough away, you could capture something that occurred a million years ago. 
Right. Like, is that, is that be, technically possible? With going faster than light, obviously. No, no, we, need, sure. we need someone from NASA to chime in on this and let us know oh, what, the, oh. what, the, what the variables are with uh, with photon transmission <laughs> versus and any it, other method And it gets to a point where it's just poof, out of existence. Yeah, right, where it's just so weak that it can't, can't hear anymore. Because RF, certainly, uh, even in space, it has its limitations. You know, it's about, it's a, well, you know what it's about, I think? The strength of the original source. Well, that, but there's more to it than that. Though. There's background noise. And then at what point is the background noise not able to be removed? Because right. you look at products that are coming out that use advanced DSP to remove ambience in microphones and things like that, like RTX voice or whatever, right. right? You could have all kinds of stuff running in the background and remove that because it's easy enough for you to say, this is steady state, this is what it sounds like, I'll pull it out. And it looks impressive, but can you take that to an extreme? Mm. Can you continue going so that all this noise in the environment, in the universe, that from your measurement apparatus, just gets totally wiped See, out. See, now, if they got to that level, now we're talking immersive. Mm. Right. Where, you know, you're at the Big Bang, which I guess uh, they're saying didn't happen anymore. Yeah, uh. <laughs> you're there, like, you're the, you got front row seats at the Big Bang, now that would be cool. But is it possible? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. Obviously not today, Right, but well, yeah, we know what that. about in a hundred years, well, a thousand, the, a million years? The question is, years. did those photons already pass us by? Because <laughs> you can't see them again. Well, you gotta go. You can still go and catch up to them. <laughs> oh, again. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe yeah. we need to solve the warp be drive. Because yeah. yeah. then that basically means a warp drive system would be a time machine. That's right. Yeah, just like audio is. Yeah. If you could go faster backwards, faster from. Catch up to the photons that passed you and then yeah. pass them You go back. look at them again. <laughs> and then look around. Well, we already stored these yeah. things, but yeah. yeah. There's well, a lot of audio we stored. These are the crazy things we think about sometimes, you know. Sometimes. Yeah, we're way off topic. Yeah, now. just totally way <laughs> off topic. <laughs> it's the same thing, but different. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Trek and, kind of touches on those things, but, you know. Yeah, yeah they, they slingshot do. around a planet and kind of do the same yeah, thing. That's the thing. They don't really talk about time travel just going like warp nine, though, even though it would be. Like they're talking to people on Earth going warp nine. Well, ten and up. Well, ten seems yeah. to be the magic but number. Even, even then, that's below, a time yeah, machine. Start, the shit happens after ten. Yeah, well, yeah okay. but <laughs> even below that, it should be a problem to talk to someone not going that speed. Oh yeah, they got some technology. It's yeah. like a little box. Yeah. It shakes and it. Well, it's kind of guy stuff. on the salt flats with those rocket cars. You reach a speed where you just fall. It falls apart. Oh, oh. right. You're just you crash. You die. Oh. Right. There's there's, yeah, a, there's physical to limitations that, uh, to, well, yeah. to the human body that car and, the, and the vehicle like you're in. Thirteen hundred miles an hour yeah, SSC or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that supposed to run like ten years ago? I don't know. Maybe. Come on, you need to get that figured out. Thousand miles an hour. The wheels usually come off before that happens. Well, they're like billet yeah. aluminum <laughs> machines. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's These a real issue. <laughs> yeah. Going that fast. So definitely, this is this is the goal for everybody. I want everybody who's got anything that that plays music. To, to find time, if it's, even if it's 10 minutes, where the earth is quiet around you. Everything's mm. quiet, as quiet as can be, because you want to reduce that background noise we talked yeah, about sure. completely, right? Mm -hmm. It's got to be like midnight or so probably, right? Depending There's on where you are. Nobody going to bug you. You know that everyone around you is sleeping if you're with anybody, but it's totally quiet. No traffic. Well, if you're in Times Square, there's no time. Like yeah, that, well, that, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to go somewhere in the in the in the, in the you know in the, in the suburbs, mm -hmm. and then listen to music, and then listen like you're there, mm -hmm. you know, and then find a song that brings you there, and mm -hmm. then you'll know what we're talking well, about. Well, and you can leave it in the comments to tell other people what brought you there yeah yeah you need to let us know you know what brought you yeah there. everybody always likes to have a song that they've never heard that's like oh yeah this is totally this brings me back man yeah. it's a real experience yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely 
There's stuff like that. Oh, yeah. there's some cool shit out there. Times a hundred. Mm-hmm. Times times. Usually, 10, it's not popular. That's the interesting thing, right? Stuff like that just usually doesn't end up being a banger, so you don't really hear about it. Well, or it's too popular and then it's overplayed. Like could okay. be like Jazz you, in the Park. You got Everybody those, knows yeah. that. It's right. weird a million right, times. Right, right. right. So it's, you got both. There's a lot of, of stuff. It depends what you're into. Well, that too. You know, could yeah. be uh, guitar. You know, could be Hendrix. I mean, some of the Jimi Hendrix stuff, I don't think he ever had any stellar recordings, but nah, you know. play it back in the right situation, he's playing for you. He's right there. Mm-hmm. You just got to have the right setup for it. You just got to set it up for that. That's that's your goal. Well, and all the tracks, they all vary wildly in yeah. what they sound like, so you yeah, got to right. find the right track. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of consistency yeah. at that time, but uh, but still, you know. Um, it's possible. It is possible. Star Spangled Banner, Banner oh. being played at, at at Woodstock. Oh, yeah. Sounds pretty good, man, even I've, off a of DVD. I have, <laughs> I have heard him play that at Woodstock. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's good. No, I actually did, though. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Where were you? At Woodstock. Yeah. They play it. Cool. Before every concert. Yeah. So cool. I, I've, I have heard Hendrix play at Woodstock. Yeah. You realize that was before your time. No, but I literally did. Oh. But that was, was like 69. At, yeah, but I was at Woodstock. Oh, no, At Woodstock. a concert. Oh. They built a new place. A new place? Yeah, where they brought Hendrix back? No, they just played it over the PA. Oh, wow, shit. But close enough. I did hear that's played. Was it outdoors? Well, it's semi outdoors. Because mm. it's like a. You got to be on a farm in the it's middle like of the It's like an York. amphitheater. Well, oh. the, you could see the field where it was. Oh. It's right there. That's close enough. But they moved, they built a new one. Oh, cool. Yeah. The yeah. field's still. How there. did it sound? Not that good. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> so. That's the problem. Yeah. 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 What are you going to do? Mm. But it was a valiant attempt on their part. Yeah, I saw, I mean, everybody knew what they were doing. They picked up on it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It was pretty obvious. You could do it with the right setup, you know? Mm. I mean, off topic again, not to try to, we really need to wrap up this video because it's getting lengthy, but um, there are people who have systems that date back to the 60s and 50s. Speaker systems, you know, the old stuff. The Altec Lansing stuff, mm. you know, with old receivers. And they were made in that time period to play that music. Mm. And um, uh, rumor has it that if you sit down in a room with one of these guys with their stuff and listen to that music, it sounds pretty freaking good. Mm. Pretty freaking good. Because that's that stuff was mastered on that back in the day. It was That's what they used. So you need to buy vintage hardware? If you want to play vintage gear, sometimes you've got to buy have vintage hardware. Do you need yeah. a vintage guy to set it up for you? It would be helpful. Mm. Yeah. He but, knew how they did it well, back he, in the day. He that's picked right. the right electronics. But good luck finding this stuff because that stuff's sought after. Yeah. You know? It's probably and it's all old broke. too now, so that's the other problem, yeah. <laughs> well, there are small, there are guys that rebuild this stuff. They'll recapacitor it for you. Sure. And, you know, bring it up to snuff. If you need to get vintage capacitors. You know, put new gut string on the tuner oh, yeah. section so the dial works. You, know, mm-hmm. you can tune in the AM, FM radio. Mm-hmm. They that's call important. it gut string. Yeah. It was actually a string that wrapped around a knob that turned the con- the uh, the capacitor that varied uh-huh. receiver's frequency mm-hmm. so that you could tune for different stations. Yeah, it was, it was a string. Yeah, about I've as wide them. as the piece. Yes. A lot of string in that thing. That'd be like three feet of string. Some of them, yeah. <laughs> Some would be complicated. Just to move that dial from one end to the other to the receiver. Mm-hmm. And that, no, we better get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Everybody, uh, thumbs us up. We need subscribers because we got to hit 14,000. It's coming up real fast. So hit subscribe right now and we'll, we'll be there. Thanks, everyone. Take care.